welcome to Rewind and Reload. I'm John. I'm Tim. And I'm Quentin. All right. So this podcast is going to cover a lot of things pop culture, um, different topics every week. Um, I know I'm excited to do some comic-related stuff, maybe some comic-related movies too. Um, Tim Q, what are you guys at? maybe excited to do i like uh i like a lot of video oh, no, games i like video games and i like music uh but more so i like more of like the history of the topics so that's probably what i'm gonna focus on more for us you know i'll give us a little backstory on on most of the things we'll talk about my big thing is like weird, obscure, weird history. I think I said weird three times, but that's that's fine. That's, <laughs> that's all right. That's we, not enough weirds. I think you need some. Yeah, no, we, it's like weird cubed. I'm really into that. Um, so if I can find really just out there things about topics we cover, that, that that's where I'm going to shine. I think that and just making really shitty jokes that won't land. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. All right. <clears throat> well. We'll just uh, kind of start up real quick. Like, what do you guys, what stuff have you guys been doing this week? Like, uh, kind of pop culture or stuff that you guys like. Like, not even like pop culture, just like something interesting you guys, you know, did this week or something. I figure we could do this every week, maybe catch up a little bit between us before we talk about topics with other people. Hell yeah! Um, I played. Uh, I played the new Modern Warfare beta. I don't even like Call of Duty, but... I heard it was great, though. That game's really good, and I don't want to admit that on uh, on, a, on a recording, but <laughs> I'll say it. The, the new Call of Duty game looks like it might be worth it. Um, played a little bit of Hearthstone as well. The, uh, the classics. I only play games that are well-established and super old, I guess. Nothing wrong with that. Tim, you got anything? Uh, I binge watched all of the second to most recent season of American Horror Story on Netflix because I'm a basic white girl. I'm <laughs> trying to get in the spirit of Halloween. Trying to get in the spooky season. Ayo. The spookiest show known to white girl kind. Well, I've just been uh, catching up on the Arrow and the CW shows actually because uh, they're about to kick back on i know they're kind of overplayed all of them but i kind of started at the beginning and wait how can they're starting to finish how can seven seasons of 30 episodes a piece be overplayed i know right i really agree actually you know what like i'm still like in the the supernatural fandom i'm gonna be honest with you and i don't know why i don't know how but 15 seasons of like fucking 23 episodes every week has been a lot and i think that's mostly why i just want to finish out the series is because i'm in it this far i mean like that's that's not really as bad as uh as some anime fans like you got people watching thousand episodes of one piece just to get halfway through mate not even probably halfway through the story that's yeah that, that is a fair point i mean i, I mean one think... piece is probably better <laughs> Honestly, you're not wrong. I was gonna say I watched I watched the first two seasons of Arrow on Netflix, and I was like, "It's this isn't gonna get <laughs> this isn't gonna get a place where I'm gonna like it." So uh, I'm just not gonna watch a hundred more episodes of the show. You know, Arrow got good just recently. It it definitely had a really um, dry middle ground, which I think every CW show has had. Uh, yeah. it's on its last season and I think it'll be a good kind of like last hurrah but they were just waiting till the very end to make it good yeah I mean there's rumors the... that he's gonna like die and shit so I thought you were gonna say there were rumors that he's gonna grow the mustache <laughs> well I don't know it, he didn't have it in the preview but I mean if he does it that'd be great I'd be I'd, I wouldn't watch it but I'd be on board for it just to see him like the classic Green Arrow design on this brooding twenty-something-year-old. I just, I always wish they would have done a Halloween episode where they did like costumes and he like donned the original like uh, Robin Hood-esque costume that they did. Yeah, 
I think that would have been just a hilarious little thing. Well, kind of like how it was really hilarious when Gorilla Grodd went back in time to kidnap Barack Obama. Wait, what? That happened in the Flash, didn't it? I don't. I don't. I'm not really caught up with the Flash. I'm just caught I'm up with the ninety percent sure right now. I'm ninety percent sure there's a scene in the Flash where Gorilla Grodd goes back in time and like kidnaps young Barack Obama. That sounds like maybe a Legends of Tomorrow thing, but. Oh, uh, I think way, you're right. I think you're crazy. right. I think I think it is Legends of Tomorrow where that happens. Yeah. But yeah, that's something that happens. But yeah, that's crazy. And now I need to watch that episode. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm shocked right now. I'm f- f- quite flabbergasted. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's something, all right. I mean, that's almost as good as when Supernatural did the Scooby Doo crossover. Really, I didn't know that. That was a real thing either, and that just oh, makes me upset. Now. It, but it's cool because they go into the cartoon world. They don't have Shaggy, Scooby, and the gang come to the real they world. They have, like, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. Yeah. From the Sure. From the no. movies. God, no. He's that, the only that, one that can defeat Thanos, though. The, atro- the atrocious uh, CG Scooby-Doo. <laughs> that Scooby-Doo looked just like a real dog. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. I mean, I agree, but it's whatever. I, uh, I'm not disagreeing. But, anyways, I mean, you <laughs> that was a weird tangent, and I apologize, but you guys got any anything else you kind of kind of got? Um, not, no, I think that was, my head. that was really all the cool stuff I did this week. Everything else is just, like, boring. Rode my skateboard, you know. Yeah, I mean, like I went to the gym. So, well, I guess we could jump in <clears throat> to our main topic. Um, the title's going to be weird. Um, I think I, I don't think a lot of people are going to get what the main topic's actually about, and I'm kind of just dragging this out just to build suspense. But we're going to talk about Minecraft today. And the huge resurgence of it. I know that's a weird first episode to do for pop culture, but um, I've been playing it probably the past two, two and a half weeks um, with a couple friends from work, uh, my brother-in-law, and he's younger, so and uh, kind of getting back into it because I have not played it probably in shit two years. So I know Quentin, you did a lot of backstory on it. Um, I don't know if we want to jump into backstory first, or maybe some of the new things. I mean, what do you guys think? Um, I'll I'll give us a little rundown. Give give the people some of the old, and then we'll throw some of the new at them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I mean, and I also like at some point I would like to go over like our your guys's thoughts when you guys first played it, and maybe your thoughts on it now. Um, but you give us some backstory. Uh, okay, so the year was 2009. Marcus Notch Person was a, a weirdo that nobody knew, making games that nobody knew. And uh, he came out of nowhere and he's like, hey, you know, I'm working on this thing. It's not finished yet, but I'm going to rele- release it on the internet and I'm still going to charge money for it. Which back in two thousand nine, this was not this was not a thing. People like weren't doing this. You're telling me there wasn't a giant uh, early access market on Steam like there is today. Not Where back you pay then. Fifty dollars for the promise that a game will come out eventually. Maybe. And sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, no. He was really one of the first people, or well, one of the first successful people to do this, and. uh... What we got out of that was original Minecraft. I believe back then it was like a $10 purchase, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's correct. It's 20 now. Um, I'm going to be honest, so it still it sounds kind of expensive. For what it was in the alpha stage, yeah. absolutely. For oh, what yeah. it came out to be at first, that's I honestly probably wouldn't have paid for that game, honestly. 
Uh, here's a fun fact. I didn't. Well, I didn't either. I played with other friends before. I really uh, got hooked on it, honestly. My first copy of Minecraft was pirated in the beta version. <laughs> and then years later, I paid for it three times now. What? <laughs> Why? How did you end up doing it three times? Uh, I've bought it on PC, I've bought it on PlayStation 3, and I've bought it on PlayStation 4. Ah, gotcha. All Minecraft. Right, that's, fair, that's fair. It's a gift that keeps on giving, I guess. Uh, it is something, something like that. It is something. Uh, 2011, though, we saw the full launch of the game, um, and then in 2014, the game was sold to Microsoft for a uh, measly 2.5 billion dollars, making Marcus yeah. one of the uh, youngest billionaires. I believe, probably the youngest billionaire ever. How do you know how old he was at the time? Um, ooh, no, I don't. I know he's for, I, he's forty right now, so he was like thirty five. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Uh did, uh, did you know that that business deal only happened because he made a post on Twitter? Yeah, he basically just like made some tweet that said like, "Yeah, I'm done with this. Like, I I don't want to do this anymore or whatever, right? Something like that." Yeah, he was like, "I want." He's like, I, I, I'm done with the project on my end, more or less, and he wanted to do right by Mojang, the original company, and he's, I think it's still the company, technically, they're under Microsoft's um, yeah. umbrella now, but um, he was basically like, he wanted to do the right thing by everyone there, and he didn't want to just back out financially and have them die, pretty much, so they, um, Microsoft reached out and they paid, you know, a small small sum for the game and the intellectual property to go with it the the best part about that though is you said he wanted to do the people uh mojang i think is pronounced in the native sweden uh he wanted to do them right but at the end of it everybody fucking hated him because he gave them like just fucking like nothing money-wise like he gave everybody like a really really small bonus and they're like you got 2.5 million dollars and there was only like i thought you said billion oh billion i'm sorry okay okay i just wanted to make sure and like i'm pretty sure at the time mojang was still a very small group of people if i'm not mistaken only like i think you're right 14 it's it's worth mentioning that um that 2.5 million dollars was just for his majority shareholder of the company oh my god not the whole company yeah, so it's like, he ended up still screwing everyone, not everyone, but in the end, they ended up not really liking him anymore, which is funny. I mean, could you blame them, though? I mean, you get that much money. Oh, no. And then I, you can't even give anything. Yeah, I think, like, everybody like, got, like, a 5k bonus or something like that. Oh, alright. Nice. Which, in the grand scheme of 2.5 bill, that's nothing. Yeah, that's that's a little selfish. I mean, but it is what it is. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, they're probably doing better now. So probably, but I would hope. Uh, another, Especially with the, this new like resurgence, like I feel like they're probably. I hope Microsoft's taking care of them. I yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Apparently, too much. the full two point five billion dollars didn't go to him, according to his uh, Wikipedia page, which is my source for this episode, more or less. <laughs> um, the deal with Microsoft to sell Mojang for 2.5 billion dollars. This brought his net worth to 1.5 billion dollars. Oh, okay. So a billion of that at least went to the company. It sounds like, mm. but he still came out of it a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that billion, depending on how big that company was, I mean, that probably was oh, their, probably... some of their shares. Like that probably went in. To those 5k bonuses and shit, like if anything, to where, I don't know. Anyways, go on, Quentin. Uh, my last little fun tidbit about him, uh, after he got all this money from Microsoft, you know what he did? He outbid Beyonce and Jay-Z on a house <laughs> in Beverly Hills for the small price tag of $70 million is reportedly the most money ever paid for a house in Beverly Hills. Oh my god. 
That's crazy. And to think That's this expensive. all, like, it, this all came from just a fucking simple. I what was didn't the game originally come out? It was like a Java game, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it still it still runs like on Java. Just a simple Java game gives you a seventy million dollar house. Yeah, like a simple personal programming game project that That's evolved insane. into this billion dollar game that bought, was bought by microsoft i mean that's crazy because like there's games out there that like are made by like college grant like not college grants but like people in college right now as like projects that are look better and like play really well compared to this game you know and it's just crazy well to be fair um game design now is a lot simpler than it was in whenever you started the project yeah like, you said early. like i want i honestly yeah. would assume he started uh, the... yeah the first release was 09 yeah i'd I'd assume he started in 09 too because he's one of those dudes who does he does like a lot of like game jam challenges and like ludum dares which the whole yeah. point of those is to create a game in a specific amount of time and then yeah. it gets judged by a panel or whatever it, yeah like nowadays oh, we okay. have things we have things like uh, Unity and really like for RPGs and stuff I guess you have things like RPG Maker and Game Maker which just really streamline the process of making a game as opposed to coding this all in JavaScript in voxel blocks which is like, I'm pretty sure he did all by hand originally and uh, it's just it's wild well I guess that's impressive oh, I, can't, yeah. I can't say that that's not I mean, I don't like the man, but what he did is impressive. <laughs> I don't. I guess it. I don't like have a strict reason not to like him. Oh, you will. You, you will. We'll talk but, about it. I mean, yeah. Like, get, I mean, do you guys want to keep going into him, or do you guys want to go into the game a little bit? We'll go. We'll go into the game a little bit because the stuff, um, the stuff that happens that it's going to make you not like him was more of a recent thing. So. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that later on. Alright, well, we've all played the game. Okay, I know that. Like, in some aspect, whether we've played it with, like, on somebody's uh, console or PC or whatever, we've all played it. Like, but I want to hear, like, what you guys thought of it at first and what your thoughts are on, our, on it now. So, Tim, you want to start? Yeah, I can start. Um, I don't remember if I first... I think I might have played a very early like version of the beta version of the game in like 2010. But um, back then, it was nothing close to what it is now, where it's like a fully fleshed RPG almost, with building mechanics. It was more or less just build a dirt house, survive, try and build a more try and build more of a house and then like that was it. There wasn't at the time I started, I don't think there were villages or near any of like procedurally generated stuff there is now. I think there was only like two biomes maybe. Maybe yeah, three. now there's now there's thirteen I believe. Yeah, there's something there's some so, wild maybe more, number. but I, I know the achievement that you can get is to discover 13 of them yeah it was just like there was like grassland there was desert and there was maybe maybe like the snow area and it wasn't like the ice area like it is now oh okay. it was just like snowy dirt um but i wasn't a huge fan of it when i first played it i thought it was kind of boring like there was interesting stuff there to build and yeah make you know. your world the way you we, you saw this little world of yours but it was also at the time a one by one square well it was on PC I guess it was um, procedurally generated as you left the squares but it was just it didn't feel nearly as expansive because if once you started getting I never encountered this but there was in the beta there was um there was a guy who was doing for charity, I think, he would just continually keep walking in one direction to the point where the game just started... There was chunk errors loaded and, like, <laughs> not loading every two feet. 
and I don't remember what exactly they called it. It was like the Far Lands or something like that. But he was doing like this for he was doing it for charity for a while, and the game just broke down once you started getting like too far out because all of that stuff had to be saved in internal memory, and it just ran out of room to do it. Yeah. But um, I guess I came around to the game over time as features started getting added and. It's not, like, something I play regularly these days, but it's something I'll pick up if I just want, like, a chill experience of walking around, exploring places, building a house, things like that. I, I feel like I kind of had a pretty similar... Like, my thoughts first and now are, are kind of similar to yours. Just because the first time I played it was, was probably the summer of 2015 actually and i like i know that's a while after it came out but uh i really didn't have any interest in playing it at all um so i actually picked it up when i was out in arizona on a job a pipe fitting job and me and one of the co-workers out there we would just like get drunk and play it after work every day because we were out in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> and like, what else am so, I going to do? Yeah, no, there was... And we would have South Park on the other TV. Like, we'd have two TVs up, and one had South Park or American Dad on, and we would have Minecraft on, and we would just sit there drinking beers all night. And it was fun in that aspect. Um, and, like, if I play it with friends, I liked it a lot. But, like, on my own, I got so immensely bored i just ran out of stuff that i wanted to get done in the game i didn't have any goals and now like replaying it i kind of i really enjoy it now because they've added so much that there's actual goals that you can set and there's like actual things you can do uh different from like like if i play it today i can do different shit tomorrow kind of so now I'm coming around to it, but before I just, I found it so boring. I don't know how you feel about it, Q, though. Um, I see, when I first got introduced to it, I don't, I don't remember her. When it was, what year it was. Was it uh, the time that I had it on my laptop in your parents' basement? Probably. So that would probably would have been around like 2012, like 20, 20, 2013. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, initially I was just like, okay, yeah, this is a cool game. You build Lego fun. Wee! You know, I probably wouldn't have dived dived too far into it. But at the time I was like, okay, this is a neat little thing. And nowadays the game just blows my fucking mind. It really does. It it blows my mind of the immense things you can do. Yeah, like, like I'm learning new shit to do every day. The more you learn about the game, the more you're like, "What the fuck?" Like, there's people creating like working hard drives, oh my and god, yeah. computers inside of the game out of like redstone or something. Which I don't. Oh think, yeah, no, you, know. you you use redstone, and actually, my coworker, he's oh my god, he's so good at this game, and he's been teaching me a lot of it over the last couple weeks, and he actually has an automated sugar cane. Um, farm that uses pistons that are hooked up to redstone and it shoots the pistons so as the um, sugar cane grows up it just chops off the top half so it just keeps growing so he has this endless supply of sugar cane that he can turn into paper and can sell to all the villagers it's it's crazy I remember like this isn't like a recent development I'm not trying to be like belittle you guys like no it's it's super impressive what people are doing but i remember in like 2013 someone made like a functioning calculator oh yeah i remember hearing about stuff like that too and And but i mean like speaking as um someone who went to school for computer science it's not terribly hard to do make a calculator but at the same time in minecraft like yeah it's pretty just like who's damn impressive things like that just you know people are trying to flex yeah <laughs> really though yeah i mean that's basically what made the game so great is that it's a sandbox and it's a game that you create you know yeah which i yeah. i love the game i 
I probably have the least hands-on with it out of the three of us, but I still have, like, a massive respect for this game. It's ridiculous. I think people that don't um, just haven't spent enough time with it, honestly. Yeah, Um, exactly. Just because, like, a first look at it, like, if you go into a GameStop or you're running through the store on your, you know, on Steam or Xbox or PS4 or whatever, like, you see the front cover and you're like, oh, that's for little babies, you know? There's a baby game. I don't want to play a baby game. But, like, fuck, I don't... Sometimes I can't make it through the first night without dying. Like, it's not a super easy game. Like, by any means. It looks very easy, but it's not. Alright. So, those are our thoughts on it then and now. Um, Now, I kind of want to talk about, like, where are the fucking bees? Um, I know I did a little bit of research into it. Um, because that was the big new thing was like, oh, Minecraft's getting bees and they're going to do this and do that. And they're going to help you pollinate your crops and everything like that. Well, I get on and I'm playing like the past, I think I played for a week and a half before I finally asked one of my friends, I was like, Hey, what the fuck? Where are the bees? And they explained to me that it's on the cross platform version between console and uh, PC and stuff, they're not on there yet. So I kind of looked it up, and it's it's locked onto J- Java Snapshot 19W34A version, which means fucking nothing to me, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, the snapshot versions are like the early access of yes, Minecraft. So, so I read into it a little bit it made more more sense but um uh right now it's, it's really just for the pc so if you're playing on pc and you're not playing the cross-platform version you have the bees and that's great uh-huh, but you PC. really can't fuck, yeah so but you really can't play with your friends that have consoles which kind of blows dick i mean if you have a pc but, why would you have friends with consoles right <laughs> well you're me because i have a console that's just rude but um, yeah, so there's the bees. The if anyone's thinking, like, <laughs> where the fuck are these bees? There's there there's where they're at. Go build a PC. Go build or a wait. PC, and you can find the bees. Go drop a casual thousand dollars on a PC. And... Well, no, I thought that was the other beautiful part about Minecraft is you don't really need like too powerful of a system to play it, right? No shit, you uh, can play it on your phone now. Yeah, a very like compressed version of the game. Um, for some, like, I, I guess the base game, you really don't need, like, a super powerful 16 gigabytes of RAM, 10, 20, 2080 Ti graphics card. Um, maybe with the ray tracing now you do, but... I mean, but um, if you want, if you want just the base version, and you're just yeah, for the base version of the shit, game, I think yeah, it'd be yeah, fine. You'll be fine. Whatever. Um, for some, like, I can speak from experience, some mod packs that are available... They're just a re- like a raw a memory drain. They will just kill your memory. Really? If you don't, I have eight gigs in my system, which is about half of what's suggested for like high end gaming PCs. And usually, I can run games just fine. But I tried to if you if I try and load like a Minecraft mod pack with a bunch of stuff in it, my computer just slugs. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Fair enough. Alright, well, I got a couple other new things that were at least new to me when I started playing it again. Um, there's there's the cats. I don't know if you guys seen the cats. No, I didn't know there's cats um, in the game. Yeah, so there's, dude, there's cats every fucking weirdo. So there's ocelots and there's cats. Before, apparently, I was kind of like uh, prodding you know, one of my coworkers and friend that plays a little bit more often about the ocelots. I was like, hey, man, they're really cool because they're kind of like the cats, but they're longer and they're kind of like a, a tigery looking thing. I was like, I want one of those, not one of these stupid household cat looking things. And he's like, oh, you used to be just able to feed it. Um, uh, 
what's it called? Uh, fish. Raw, yeah, fish. Raw salmon, whatever. And eventually it would turn into a cat. But now they actually have cats and they have ocelots. And you can't actually um, have an ocelot as a pet. You can befriend it so it won't run away from you. But it won't come to your house or follow you around like the dog or the cat will. That's bullshit. Uh, yeah, and then the cats, they generally spawn in the, uh, the villager stuff. Um, the next thing was parrots. Um, they have the new jungle, like, or not new, but they, it was there before, but they have the jungle biome. And I guess, like, around the time they added the ocelots, they added, like, parrots. And you can befriend them, you can get them in your house, which is pretty cool. Huh. Um, and they kind of just, like, sit there, they'll follow you around. So that's pretty dope. I like that. Yeah, it is. That I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, but if you play music, they dance. That's oh, right. I forgot real? about that. Yeah. yeah. If you have a music disc and you put it in the music, I think it's just called a music box, um, it just play. they start dancing, like doing a little head bob dance. Yeah, that's, that's true. Amazing. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, so if you want to get on and have a bird, you know, they're all, and they come in a bunch of different colors too. You get blue, red. Um, I think I saw a green one as well. Um, those are the ones I've seen so far. So they're pretty cool. Um, the next thing is pillagers. Um, oh, yeah, the raids. They are like villagers, but they fucking attack you. Um, I have yet to run into any of them, but uh, Carly, my wife, when she was playing, uh, definitely ran into them. She yeah, got attacked the... by them as soon as she loaded in. Oh, um, I was going to she... say you had to ring the bell in the village usually, but no, uh, she uh, she loaded in right on their uh, their their spawn point where they oh, have their like little a, tower. Yeah, they have their little tower thing. Um, so she actually went. She ran away finally, built up her farm that she made. And then finally she went back and she just just demolished all of the pillagers. Um, but now she's running into the ordeal that every time she finds a village, uh, it spawns a raid. And she has pillagers yeah, everywhere attacking Because you get that debuff put on you when you kill them. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. Ooh. So, and um, if you're wondering, like, you know, randomly, if you're here like, hmm... That's the villager. If you hear herb, that's the villager, and you just better like if you don't have armor on, you should probably run because they're actually kind of hard. Yeah, they have like crossbows and shit. Oh yeah, but then if you kill them, you can pick up their crossbows, which is yeah. Do, are those the guys with the big noses? Uh yeah, they have big noses. They're gray, and they the villagers like are like a tan Squidward color almost. Yo, oh exactly like so it's Squidward with a damn crossbow. Okay, so. Um, While you were studying the clarinet, I was studying. (laughs) Uh, The next thing's uh, the wandering uh, trader. Um, I don't really know how new this guy is, but the only reason I bring him up is because it has a really funny spawn rate. Um, 69. No, it's... (laughs) Hey, old... It is not 69. Um, it's actually, it's probably not really that funny, but it's funny to me. Uh, it's a 48 block radius of the player, um, if you don't have one. But the the funny part to me is that you can be, um, like on your coordinate level, you can be down in like the 13 of the mine, which is like diamonds and shits and magma are like crazy down there. And all of a sudden, you'll just hear fucking llamas calling. <laughs> and you'll start looking around, and there's a wandering trader with two llamas deep in your mind. And you have no idea how they got down there. And the only reason why they're down there is because they have to spawn within a 48-block radius of you. So that's the funny part to me. It's the llama... I, I wanna I don't know if it's true. They probably have to. They probably do have code to like limit them to only spawn in open space. But I would just love it if all of a sudden you just hear like the suffocating noise. 
Well, and then the crazy thing is, is uh, one of my mines has a waterfall coming down through it. And all of a sudden I heard something and I looked up and they're just falling down my waterfall and then smacked into lava and died. <laughs> it was great. It was so bad and so funny. And you can't really trade anything with them. So they're really not. It's not that sad. But. Yeah, I think they were added when the village got their big overhaul. Like when the raiders were added and stuff like that. And they started adding like different looks for villages based on the biome and things like that. I think yeah. that's when the wandering trader got added. I'm almost, I, I'm not certain, but it would make sense. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything when it got added, but that yeah, that makes sense to me too. Um so the last thing I have um is the drowned. And the drowned is very simple. It's literally it's an aquatic zombie. Um, An aquatic zombie that'll just throw spears at you from the water. Tridents. Uh, Three spears in one. (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst. It's the trifecta of spears. Um, They automatically spawn, but also uh, a fun way that you can spawn them yourself if you want to is you can smack a zombie into the water, put some blocks on it over its head, And keep it under for, uh, I believe, 10 seconds, and it will uh, generate a, uh, oh, actually, it's 30 seconds, I'm sorry. And it will actually turn them into a drown. So, it's, that's kind of fun. I didn't know that one. That's interesting. Yeah, so you can spawn them yourself. Like, actually, um, one of my coworkers, he he found um, a spawn point for zombies and it was right by the river. So he created this intricate um, trap that would trap them, turn them into drown and then kill them from there. And it was just, it would drop all their belongings into a chest. So he had a trident um, like farm almost like it was just farming for tridents. It was, when he was telling me about it, it was crazy. The most valuable resource, tridents. It's, it's pretty cool because you can throw them and shit. But, okay. Anyway, so that's that's what I have um, for some newer stuff. Um, and then, of course, you know, you can always go and fight the Ender Dragon. Um, that's always kind of been a pretty big thing. I've never done it. Um me and my coworker talked about jumping in with a f- couple of our other friends that we play with on our realm and maybe doing it um, together, but we haven't really set up a time to do that. There's no way I'm going to do it on my own because I've heard it's really hard. Just get yourself a full diamond and a bow and you're fine. <laughs> All right. Well, Tim, Tim, you you go ahead and do it. You I do will. Like a little... Do a little uh, Twitch, a Twitch and... stream <laughs> while you're doing it. Be half naked, and uh, okay, well, I'll watch it. I'll watch it and get all the tricks. I'll just like uh, spit on my dog and yeah, accidentally flash the camera a couple times. Accidentally, mm-hmm. accidentally. Mm. Uh, I do squats for subs actually, so. Don't actually have a Twitch. Actually, actually, like if we get like ten viewers on this, um, I will start an Instagram account, and the first picture will be Tim just doing squats and booty shorts. I'm just I'm gonna good. call that out. I'm good. Nah. <laughs> I'm fine. Come on. All right, a hundred, a hundred listeners. Four hundred twenty. All right, four hundred twenty. I'm writing it down right now. If we ever get four hundred twenty, we will. Have a video of I'm Tim doing squats in a, booty shorts. A booty reveal at booty 420. Reveal. Yes. No one wants to see that. Well, <laughs> if we get 420 listeners, which I doubt we will ever fucking have, but cool. Uh, You'd just, have to do it at that point. That'd be crazy. Just but you wait anyways, and see. <laughs> anywho, that's what I got. Um, I don't really have too much else on the gameplay. I don't know if um, 
you guys have any more stuff to talk about. I know you said you have some stuff that's going to make me hate the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. I would love to hear that. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'll get get into that real quick. How about that? Well, first of all, he looks like Humpty Dumpty. You know, I don't really know if I know what he looks like. Google a picture of him and you'll hate him. Just how, how I don't know. There's just something about the way he carries himself. Just, is it the fedora? Is it the fedora you don't like? I think it's that. Just it's. I think it's just everything. Just everything. I hate. I hate what he is. I mean, <laughs> he's. If he lost the fedora, he'd be better. You say that, but you don't. Anyways, why? Why am I gonna hate him? Because I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna defend him. When I don't know yeah, why see, I should he, hate him, really. Um, not too terribly long ago, he he got his little fucking fingers on his keyboard, and he got on Twitter.com, and he's like, he, he, he made some tweets that could be construed as uh, transphobic or homophobic. Um, All right, you, you done lost me right there. That, I already... I'm not a fan. Um, there's also he is a very big uh, supporter of the right wing conspiracy of QAnon. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really know what that is. I'm not super savvy on these conspiracies and stuff. Basically, uh, it's not something that I've been super so into. QAnon is basically an eight chain conspiracy that says that. Uh, Trump is working with the deep state and that they're going to eventually release information that will lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton and everyone else involved in like the democratic conspiracy quote unquote basically everyone involved in if you remember what Pizzagate was yes Yes. so basically he is a very strong supporter uh Actually, you know what? Yeah, I'll go out there and I'll say he's a strong supporter because he's made multiple tweets about this. Um, I mean, if he's not a strong supporter, I mean, he can just, like, add us and fight, so. He's basically just, like, every man-child who gets, like, a bunch of money, like, they just don't know what to do with themselves and they're just, they're fucking, I don't know idiots yeah but like i kind of feel like that's okay to an extent but like to say homophobic and transphobic things just because you have money um that's not not cool i mean like that's some trump stuff right there like that's not oh also his political uh party affiliation is the pirate party of sweden so does he live in america or does he, he live in sweden he was born in sweden but he now lives in Beverly i know that Hills okay and is his... he a u.s citizen or no uh, i'm not too sure about that honestly um i would assume probably he has some buddies with trump so he's probably not gonna get deported. he's like i like this young swedish entrepreneur he's a good he's a good fellow um, I'm gonna say he has dual citizenship or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I feel like when you have that much money, you have to. The more you look into Notch himself, the worse it gets, which is why Microsoft about six months ago, I want to say, released or removed all of the references to him in the splash text of the game, like the loading screens and stuff like that. The yeah. only thing he's featured in is the credits. Other than that, Microsoft is trying to shoo themselves away from Notch as hard as they can. Which, I but, mean, if he has these ideals, I mean, that's completely smart of them to do. Oh, no, I completely but, agree with what, and I understand why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just going to say, but um, they, they, really, they removed Notch's brother from the game back in, like... I don't remember what version number it was. You know? You guys know about that? 
Oh, I didn't. When I did they not, removed, but, when uh, they removed Hero Brian from the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was two thousand. It was like two thousand thirteen, <sighs> two thousand fourteen. Maybe, maybe later. I'm gonna I say I, I want to say fourteen. They removed Hero Brian. I remember the creepy pasta was came from like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. You know about um, you know about this, John. You know about Hero Brian. No, I don't, and I would. I'd like to know about it. All right. Well, it's, here's where Tim's fringe internet. Oh yeah, dude. History my, uh, comes in. Fringe, yeah, please, Tim. Fringe us, internet knowledge comes in. Hero Brian was a creepy pasta from. I'm not sure. I would say it started on the V board on 4chan. Oh, absolutely, probably. Or the X board. Um, probably X. Probably. I'm trying to find some, like, here we go. Oh, here's the creepypasta wiki. This is probably good. Oh, this is just the actual creepypasta. Fuck me. Anyway, it was basically someone's like, oh, I'm seeing this weird model of Steve, the default character in Minecraft, but he does, he has, like, pure white eyes and... Whenever he's around, like tr- the leaves on trees will burn down, but the trees themselves will be left. And it was pretty much just them making up this this story about how he's just messing with car- these players. His AI is, and the the rumor for the longest time, and I say rumor very loosely because it was just part of the creepypasta, was that it was Notch's dead brother's soul in the game. <laughs> but eventually Notch came out and he was like, I don't I don't have have ever had a brother. I've never had a brother, so like no. <laughs> and then the like the actual developer Mojang Mojang, however you want to pronounce it, um, caught on to this dumb little story and started putting in the patch notes for versions of the game that they'd removed Hero Brian. And this went on for a very long time until I think they stopped doing it a couple years ago. That is hilarious. I just I you you can't f- forget the days of the YouTube videos where it's got the YouTuber with a scared face and then the <clears throat> background it's like uh, I saw Hero Brian real video. <laughs> I wish I was more savvy on YouTube back in the day. Honestly, I just recently started getting pretty into YouTube videos. Oh, dude, YouTube is the greatest. Before it was just, you know, cat videos, buying compilations, that stuff. But, okay, yeah. apparently, according to the wiki, he did originate from the 4chan V board, which is the uh, video game discussion board. Ayo. And gained very little attention at the first at the first time <laughs> it was posted. So they just kept trying. Apparently, it was only later that Hero Brian grew in popularity when the Brocraft streamer Copeland photoshopped Hero Brian into several screenshots to show his chat. He had recently taken a liking to the story and wished to be part of it. So it was basically just an ARG that evolved and got out of hand. That's awesome. Well, do you guys have anything else to say about Minecraft at the moment? I mean, I feel like we talked quite a bit about different aspects of the game. Um, any, like, closing statements on that? And then there's a there's a couple more things I want to talk about before we close this out, but any closing remarks on the um, topic of the day or week? Uh, I wanted to make a just a tiny little aside it's not really related to the main game but i was going to talk about how my theory of the minecraft story mode game killed telltale games oh yeah go for it i mean i'm because they released they so telltale games was like a story like choice like pretty much it was telling a story but you got to make choices in it and they made games like the walking dead and tales from the borderlands um, they did an adaptation of the comic series Fables and with The Wolf Among Us. And um, they did, They made pretty... I don't know how much money they made, but the games were all pretty widely well-received until they people started catching on that Telltale had been using the same engine for 
five years and hadn't updated anything and all the same glitches were there and all the same bugs that caused crashes were there. Um, but I think it all came to a head when they started making Minecraft Story Mode starring, you know, Emmy, I don't know if he's actually Emmy Award winning, <laughs> but the actor Patton Oswalt is the main character. And no one really liked the game, I don't think. Maybe, like, kids did. It obviously wasn't for the teenage and up audience. Maybe the younger teenage side of it. But the writing was just really, really predictable and cliche in some regards. There was a point where they just introduced all... They introduced, like, a village of Minecraft YouTubers that were canon in this game. Uh, and it's just weird stuff that was just... It was reference humor and, like, just LOL XD so random humor. And it didn't really fly, I don't think, but eventually it got picked up by Netflix, and it's now on there as one of their interactable shows for kids. But it is it's actually worth on there. Like, if I go on Netflix right now, it's actually like, at least season two is, I think. Wow. As of like two months ago, it was. But the reason I think it killed it is because it killed the company, other than the poor managerial choices that were involved and have been well documented at this point. Um, they ran the they ran a deal with Netflix and. Microsoft to make season two of Minecraft Story Mode, and after that happened, all the other projects were axed. Wow, they killed a whole genre of games almost. Pretty much. Wow. And I don't know if it's because they just weren't making as much money as they thought they were, but the only game that was left in development after the company went under was Minecraft Story Mode Season 2. Because they had a giant deal with Netflix and Microsoft to make that game. That's really interesting. That's crazy how they just shut it all. I tried all before we before we started recording. I was trying to find sales figures for both seasons of the game, and I can't find them for the life of me. So I'm not sure how much it cost to make and how much they made. But I feel like the ratios would definitely be off. Like oh, I feel like I, I feel like I feel like there's right. there. It's probably kind of costly to make and not. Especially a considering good it's free to play on Netflix now, pretty much. You can pay for it on console stores, but. Yeah, but why would you if it's just. So why Netflix? would you when it's just. You can just pick. Get. Play it on your. For your, the price of your Netflix subscription for the month. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, just check that out later. Or not, because it doesn't really sound that much fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe in the name of the podcast. So, all right. You got any uh, closing things, Q, that you got? Um, my my only closing remarks are that if you ever make two point five million off of a video game, it's okay to buy a giant mansion with a candy room, but. If you have crazy political thoughts, keep them to yourself. Yeah, candy room and Louis Vuitton fire extinguisher things. Yes. Yes, I I completely agree with you, Q. Um, yeah, buy a huge mansion, buy an expensive car or something. I think he also, I saw in the video you sent us earlier um, of his house that he has a replica motorcycle of the one James Dean had. Yes, That's that that actually came yeah. with the house. Yeah, yeah, that it's, house came fully furnished. It's not like he's super into James Dean. It just came like that. Yeah, we're almost certain. But I mean, it's cool. Go go, go do stuff like that. Don't don't have crazy political views. And like you said, if you do, keep them to yourself. Don't say that PizzaGate has some. The realm of reason, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm not. I'm not sure how the actual. Don't give any validity to PizzaGate or these weird alt right conspiracies. And don't be homophobic or, you know, transgender phobic. That's that's a big, uh, big thing there. That kind of that kind of put me off from right away as soon as you said that. So, 
But all right, well, I think that wraps up our main topic. Um, do you guys have any recommendations for people to try out, uh, whether it's games, comics, uh, movies, TV shows, whatever? You know, what are you guys? You guys got anything? Um, uh, I can give a quick one. Uh, it's actually one of the games that inspired Minecraft a little, so it's relevant. Um, Dwarf Fortress is a game that um, has a very steep learning curve, but I, I, it's very rewarding, I think, once you get used to the kind of cryptic controls that kind of just throw you into throw you into the deep end. Um, it's kind of it's like a colony management slash like colony builder game where it really does feel like you're holding the hands of 10 to 50 drunk babies as they try and society. <laughs> if you don't want to fully go and play this game, another really good way to experience it is watch YouTube videos of like somebody who knows everything about Dwarf Fortress and someone who knows nothing about it. And like it's it's videos of the person who knows everything trying to explain how to play the game to the person who knows nothing about the game. That just sounds like fun. I mean, we could probably do a video like that at some point. Because yeah, Tim I sounds know, like he knows how to play it. I have I know en- I know enough to survive for at least two years. My recent obsession in the game has been trying to have forts built into the side of volcanoes, and it never works for me. Because there's almost never sources of fresh water near a volcano. So, you gotta learn the intricacies of this game. Gotcha. Alright. Q, you got any any recommendations? Um, Just anything? Yeah, I'll give you a, a, a random random podcast. Uh, it's called uh, Duncan Trussell Family Hour. It's uh, been one of my favorite ones of like probably the past month or two. It's all about it's mostly it has uh a lot of comedian guests but uh it covers a lot of like really cool topics like uh kind of like a lot of hippie stuff which i'm into uh but it, it gives you like a funny funny take on things as well uh some of the better episodes so like my favorite one for example would be he did one with uh this guy named shane moss who is a comedian slash uh, psychedelic advocate, and uh, the stuff they talk about is just absolutely hilarious. Like the just some of the shit they get into. Um, probably some of probably my favorite podcast. Yeah, I've ever listened to. I'll go as far to say that. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm actually going to also plug a podcast um the reason for it is um it's called stuff you should know um my wife got me super into it and the other day actually we were listening to it and they did a whole episode on lyme disease and um carly actually has lyme disease and uh it was really really interesting and really um educational uh but also fun they have a really good balance of getting you to learn things that you probably wouldn't learn about like otherwise but also making it fun cracking jokes you know and uh kind of like what we're gonna try to do here but for pop like we do the pop culture stuff and they do you know more smarter things edutainment yes exactly so that's what i got um so, if you guys got any plugs or anything, too, I know you guys probably got a couple. Yeah. At least. Um, first plug is actually a, a plug for Tim and I. We both do another podcast called The Backdash. That is a, a week in review entertainment podcast where we just talk about what happened throughout the the week in the video game slash entertainment world with our other friend alex um that usually gets uploaded like every monday or tuesday 
Pills usually Monday, but it really depends on if Alex works this on weekends enough to edit or not. But yeah, you can check that out on any really yeah any streaming service that I think we're on pretty much all the big ones now. Um, and I do so. want to say like not being on the podcast like uh, it is an interesting listen. Um, it's it's almost kind of like just a couple dudes hanging out and talking about stuff they enjoy. It's it's really interesting. Yeah, it's kind of cool to put on. It's it's nice to put on the car when you're like driving around and stuff. If so you, if you ever it's nice to put on in the car until you get to my outro for one of the episodes where it's Big Joe screaming about quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a classic. Just um, keep the windows rolled up on. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or when we talk about piss window. Or our ongoing effort to get randy pitchford on the podcast we'll get him one day or or my backstabbing to get exclusivity deals with macaulay culkin for the richie rich gritty reboot i'm sure those will all come to fruition yeah i hope so yeah everything's gonna come together but if you don't want to listen to me on that podcast but you do want more of me you can find me on twitter.com uh my at is at applebee's is okay uh i just make more jokes there too really i don't usually plug my social media but it's an ongoing joke on the backdash and i guess i can carry it over here <laughs> that i will give a very cryptic description of my social media and I'm thinking for here, each week, maybe I'll give one letter of my Twitter tag. <laughs> Out of this order, This week's though. letter is I. Okay, I. You'll yeah, have. so write down, your, write down your Sonic Says letter. And uh, <laughs> I watched Sonic for a whole week, and I wrote down what he said on a piece of paper, and I sent it in. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's that's super cryptic. Um, do you got any other plugs? I know that Q kind of took the backdash plug away from you. Uh, no, I don't really plug anything else. I don't have anything else going for me in life. Well, the only really, since I only do this right now, uh, the only thing I really can plug is um, my Instagram. It's at John Mergenthaler. Um, I know that's super fucking basic, but... Uh, that's J-O-H-N-M-E-R-G-E-N-T-H-A-L-E-R. That is on Instagram. Um, I try to post some good stuff. I don't know. Um, it's mostly like fitness-related things because that's one of my uh, big passions uh, besides this nerdy stuff. So if you don't like it, I get it, but you can still throw a follow. And give um, you a I am hoping... Code for What'd you say? <laughs> but you'll give them a discount code for tummy tea and it'll all be alright. Well, uh, it, you will go see that um, I do try to act like I'm a booty influencer sometimes. So, because I got that fat booty. But um, <laughs> uh, the other thing that I do want to bring up real quick is that uh, I am going to probably try to maybe start an Instagram for this. Um, just because we can post little pictures every week of goofy stuff we find in our uh, searches for our topics. Uh, I thought that might be something kind of fun to do, for myself at least. I can run it, or you guys can, whatever. Um, and then we also are, we have a Gmail right now um, at Rewind and Reload Podcast at gmail.com. So once we get a bunch of listeners... Maybe one day uh, they, you know, you guys can write in and tell us topics you guys want to do because we're probably going to run out of topics, or we're just going to talk about Minecraft in <laughs> every uh, week. Months. We'll just talk about in Minecraft. another couple months. Yeah. We'll just call it the Minecast. Oh, we'll oh, there you go. There you go. By month, we'll do it by. We'll do it every month when the new patch comes out. And we'll there you go. You know, Tim, you you're keeping this podcast alive, and it has not even been born yet. Jeez. Oh, I know. Thank you. But, um, yeah, I think that's all we got uh, today. Um, 
we're hoping to record and try to probably put stuff out. Um, I think we're thinking about Fridays or Saturdays. I don't know what you guys think. We can talk about that later, I guess, not in front of all these people. Wink, <laughs> wink. Uh, <laughs> um, but we are going to try to record next on the Spidey MCU controversy. Um, I think we're going to just kind of touch on the cinematic uh, Spider-Man essence, probably from Tobey Maguire to Andrew Garfield to now Tom Holland and just kind of the um, kind of the shit show that they're running him, you know, that they're running this character through um, even just recently, as many people know. Um, so, yeah. But, like I said, this was rewind and reload so i have nothing else to say i don't know about you guys in the words of chester cheeto keep it cheesy love it any sign off words for you tim no that's not easy being cheesy (laughs) cheese you later all right that's all i got i guess